Hello, and welcome to the Gaming Fix Podcast on April 9th, 2022, episode 217. I'm your host, Andre Cole, a.k.a. The Wet Gamer, a.k.a. your partner's favorite Jeopardy category. I'm joined today by Allison. Oh my god, it's okay. So before the podcast, Andre and I were talking, and I I really like Jeopardy. I watch it every day. I, I like the wordplay categories, um, so uh, rhyme time is good because it's it's just a, just about rhyming. And then, uh, but I think the best category uh, and the one that I, is the most exciting whenever it pops up is before and after, uh, because that's uh, where you have to like com- it combines two things into a specific phrase. Um, so it's it's very it's 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 kind of like a legendary category. Can you yeah, give they, me an example? Uh, let, let me get you an example because I'm like uh-huh. uh, before and after questions for Jeopardy. I am a fan um, of the the video the video questions, just because they'll be like here's some people dancing in like uh in some dresses and they're just like spinning around it's like what country is this and i'm like i don't know i don't i don't know anything about dancing no before and after uh american daisy with dark center that was a leading u.s suffragette and the answer is black eyed susan b anthony oh okay so it like That's... so it's like you have two kind of clues and it, it like it connects in the middle. Uh huh. Okay. That's uh, two. These people are too uh, too keyed into too many things for me to even begin to comprehend. An an Asia set musical merges with an Isaac Asimov tale known for its three laws: the King and I robot. Okay. I see. I see. Yeah. I see. yeah. Yeah, and then the um, the Jeopardy uh, greatest of all time tournament did before, middle, and after. I, th- I think I forget what they if they what they called it, but there were three of them, and those were like those were fucking hard. It was it was rough. So it was uh, yeah. So I, I like the wordplay ones, but before and after is kind of a, a legendary category to the point where whenever I'm watching it, I hope I get at least one or two before <laughs> before it is because i'm like this is hard so, yeah definitely yeah I, I am something of a jeopardy champion myself uh, <laughs> as i channel my inner uh willem defoe because i did do video game jeopardy with the uh super gg radio folks uh got so long ago now oh god i don't even two three years ago Two, probably two years ago, maybe. Was it before the pandemic? It must. Mm? It must have. Mm? <laughs> when was this? Before the pandemic, I think it must have been like 2019. But yeah. yeah anyway, God, that was so long ago. Uh, today we are here, just the two of us. Yeah. Uh, we can podcast if we try. Just the two of us. Uh, I have heard a lot of talk about Dexter Jetster. He's back. (laughs) I was, I thought you were going to go for Kirby there, but then you went for Dexter Jetster, my boy. Um. Yeah. uh... Yeah. So, (laughs) so uh, what my, one of my favorite niche Star Wars prequel characters is the, diner owner dexter jetster uh who tells uh obi-wan that it's a camino saber dart uh yeah no i'm playing lego star wars and uh the skywalker saga and boy howdy is it good (laughs) no (laughs) it's uh Uh, so so uh, my understanding of this game is mm -hmm. it is a it is a new take on the lego franchise because basically all the lego games have been mostly the same Mm -hmm. like isometric perspective somewhat isometric sometimes it's like more sideways but so it's like same kind of perspective same kind of gameplay just basically you're throwing different skins on it this one i've heard is more like 
almost Sony prestige third person adventure yes. game. Yeah, you know, it's still it's kind of like a marriage of the both, where it's like there's still like the Lego stuff where it's like, oh, you see a, a thing, you break it apart and get the little Lego studs or um, you can solve puzzles by moving pieces around or building stuff up. So there are like a lot of the various Lego previous Lego games in there, um, but it is more of a um, uh, rather than that isometric, more of a third person type of game. And it, they definitely changed a lot of the gameplay out of it. So it's um, it's still like pretty easy button mashy to an extent, but there is an also an, uh, a, a little bit more actual strategy with the, the okay. combat. Like there are actual boss fights. Um, is like there the, like a counter or something or like? Yeah. Okay. There is, yeah. Um, and and there's, like, various buttons of, uh, like, oh, they're highlighting this attack is coming, so jump out of the way. And, okay. uh, you know, ha- having to, like, on a very, very basic level, like, read attack patterns and block things and, and do stuff. So it's, like, it's still, it's still very, like, e- easy and forgiving, um, but... It feel it, it definitely you definitely feel that they completely rehauled the uh the system and uh and are you know give are giving it a new shot and not just doing okay here's the same Lego game that has been around since the first uh, Lego Star Wars games um and I think that's part of it is that this is uh, an overhaul of Lego Star Wars so. It, you know, since they've already done the first two trilogies, and I know that they did, um, yeah, yeah Star they did Wars Force Awakens. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's it's like they've 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 done a lot of Lego Star Wars in the past. So it's it's here we're we're you know we're we're trying. It felt it feels very much like we are trying to make it, uh, make a reason to pick this up if you've already played the other Lego Star Wars games. Yeah. And maybe it'll be a sign of what's to come from Traveler's Tales yeah, with other games, but who knows? Yeah, I mean, if they use the same engine, I think that it could be interesting to see. Because I think it's still, it like, a lot of the things that you, that people like about the Lego games, like the humor and the um, kind of charm and the collectathon aspects of it, those are all still there. So mm-hmm. like a lot of the things that are are kind of iconic about Lego uh games it, it's still there there's but it's kind of also blown up to a scale that's like kind of ridiculous. <laughs> like I've I've played through um all of uh all of episode 1 and now I'm in the middle of episode 2. Um about to get to the point where Anakin goes back to Tatooine, so I'm interested in seeing how they do that in Lego form. But uh, <laughs> well, like, I've I've heard some interesting things about how they handle some of the stuff, like uh, the younglings uh, in the game. Like you can do, as one tweet put it, DMC moves to the younglings. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so you just like kick them up into the air and combo them. Well, and because one... the thing is. That they they don't take friendly fire damage. Yeah, but uh, which the other characters do, but it still doesn't stop you from kicking them up in the air and being able to juggle them. Well, and so it sounds like those are be that's being used for speed running. Is like people are yeah. using that to like speed through the game and get past cross. barriers or something. That's just yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's fucking wild. I I those that, that was the weirdest thing I saw. But yeah, it's uh, it's 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 interesting. But so I, I'll be interested to see how it handles that, and then also some of the yeah the stuff in episode three. Uh, because but the the um like the collecting aspect is huge. There's hundreds of characters uh, available. There's thousands of these kyber bricks, which are they basically 
um, marking your, both marking your progress in the game as well as uh, little side quests or little puzzles that are in the various worlds. Uh, and there's just like like an absurd amount of stuff in this game um, to the point where I've seen people go like this is like the biggest Star Wars game and it's a Lego Star Wars. Sure. <laughs> Whereas like you're exploring all these like really cool areas like Last night I was exploring around um, Dexter Jetster's diner. Dexter Jetster's diner, uh, which I was, I was like, ah, oh, it's Dex, it's Dex and his, uh, uh, and his robot waitress, and I'm like, this is great. Um, but like, you you have like, there's like a decent amount of places to explore, and like, for example, like the kind of seedy underbelly of Coruscant, which you you barely see, which yeah. is when you run when you're um going like right when they find uh the assassin is trying to kill Padme uh Zam Wessel after the speeder chase uh or the yeah so so it's like you barely see this in the movies and there's like multiple areas to explore for that it's it's just like there's like so much of this game that you've like that you're able to explore in a really fun way where it's like having seen these movies a million times it's like it's like oh here's here we're exploring this this nightclub that they barely show 5 seconds of in the movie but it's sure. here in the game so it's it's just like this big expansive game that is uh just like fun to really explore so it's 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 really neat um it's funny to me looking at the Steam page, like the marketing and the, the little blurb, because I'm not a big Star Wars fan. I I am a very casual Star Wars enjoyer. Um, and you know that's probably the best way to. <laughs> even then, you're still disappointed. Uh, <laughs> but like 300 characters, I I I, I couldn't. I could not name 300 Star Wars characters if I try. I know there's probably like alternate skins of some. There's yeah, like there's a lot of young Obi Wan and old Obi Wan and and Rat Tail oh, Obi Wan and Child Anakin and Teen <laughs> Anakin so and you know like all these things. Uh, but yeah. even then, like I, there is no way that I could hit 300 characters in Star Wars. Absolutely no way. I couldn't do it. Uh, which is, or I couldn't name twenty three Star Wars planets. No way. Absolutely not. Uh, just the fact that there's that much stuff and like how much like, there is some like uh, you know you just slap a skin on it and call it good. Sort of with the Lego games with some of the characters. Maybe oh this character can do this combination instead of this combination of abilities, but it's not too difficult in that regard, I yeah. think. But yeah. just still it, having that many options is out of this world. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's it 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 also it does the basic thing where I mean the the characters are uh like like they are like to an extent like if you play as one Jedi, if if I, I haven't noticed a difference between playing as like Qui Gon and the multiple versions of Obi Wan and Anakin mm-hmm. and everything, so it's like it's it's though so there are, it is basically skins, but there's like there are like three hundred characters, yeah. and it's 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 kind of wild how much is in there, and it 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 feels like. This is, in my opinion, the right place for the game to, for the Star Wars universe to be so, like, fan servicey. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I think I've been, I've been a little frustrated with, uh, with the current, uh, slate yeah. of Star Wars where they go, oh, this is how Han got his name because he's alone, so he's solo. And you're like, <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Let's bring back Luke Skywalker again, and you're just like, do we have to? And it's like, yeah, it's like I love Luke, but come on. So, but it's like this is like since the whole uh, um, 
vibe of these Star Wars games is comedic. There's very it's 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 and very kind of reverent in a good way where I I love Star Wars like I mm-hmm. I I I my fandom's more more than casual but also like I think people take Star Wars way too seriously. I, it's it's a it's a kid it's made for kids <laughs> like it's like there's a lot of dumb shit in Star Wars and there's been dumb shit from the beginning. Like it's the second thing that in the Star Wars universe uh after the first movie was the holiday special. Like Star Wars has been great at from the beginning but also really stupid from the beginning. Hmm. So it's like I my personal philosophy of Star Wars is just like you just need to like chill out like and take it less seriously. I say this after I was really disappointed by episode nine, but like, it is what it is. <laughs> I, I, you don't have to like, even with things you don't take seriously, you can be disappointed by that is right, okay. Yeah. But it's like, but it's like, I, I, I think that that's why I, I find the kind of fan servicey bits in this charming because it, it is not taking itself too seriously. Um, yeah, but it's, it's just a, it's a, big game where you run around and you see characters and for me as as uh as a fan where it's like they they make a joke about one of uh about certain things that i can go (laughs) i understand that reference and i think it makes sense in this type of uh situation so it's 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 very uh enjoyable um to to i think this is like kind of the perfect uh, place for for that kind of fan service, and I, it's so I've been en- enjoying it very much. Um, nice with with that, yeah. So it's 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 genuinely very very funny. I have laughed out loud multiple times, and there are certain jokes that that have been really like just just really funny. Like there's um a couple things where I'm like, uh, Pat's also playing it, and I'm like. Can you get to this part yet? I need to talk to you about this joke that happened. It was really funny. Um, but it's it's just like if you think that you would like Lego Star Wars, this is like the perfect version of it. And I've I I've played several hours of it. I feel like I've still only barely scratched the surface. Um, and there's a lot of stuff I have to go back to, and there's a lot of stuff to explore. So it's it's really neat and and i mean hey i still have only seen through one and a half of the movies so it'll be interesting to go to uh the original trilogy and see what they've done um and then also go to uh the uh sequel trilogy see what they what they uh salvage out of episode nine um (laughs) (laughs) right but but i've heard like even that's like like when when you're not taking it so seriously, it, yeah, it, it's really fun. Somehow and, Emperor Palpatine is alive so, would like God. totally make sense <laughs> in a game that is taking the piss out of Star Wars. Yeah. Oh no, it totally does. It like it's like the the, the like somehow Palpatine's alive. It's like yeah, that, that feels like it's something that they would say in Lego Star Wars, but yeah. they said it in real. Um, but yeah, it's it's the only thing that's like minor criticism is that the pod racing sequence was kind of weak but it's like oh no so this wasn't pod racing they add this one small mini game that they added was like just fine and not (laughs) like excellent but there's like there's like also you can explore space in this and you're flying around these ship these iconic ships and it's like I'm I'm driving around a uh, 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 Naboo Starfighter. This is great. Uh, this is this is what I've always wanted. This it's is pod like, racing. This is pod. He does say that. <laughs> they they gave the kid. They yeah. You know that they. You fucking know that they. The people who made this game know all the prequel memes and are putting them in here. <laughs> Except right. okay. I have not met a character named Elan Slees Begano yet and I am fucking pissed. Because is, it, is it not Slees Bagano? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's, 
it's maybe, but it's it's Slee's bag. Yeah, yeah. And he, he's the guy played by Mouse from the Matrix who goes, want to buy some death sticks? And then Obi-Wan tells him to reconsider his life. Uh, yeah. And there's somebody who want, who asked me if I, uh, who's selling grub sticks. I don't know. If, I guess if they don't want to say death, I don't fucking know. But I was like, <laughs> why the fuck is Elon? So I was like looking around this entire club going like, I got to talk to him. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta buy I, those death sticks. I gotta buy those death sticks, or I need to tell him to reconsider his life plans. <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't see that, but uh, that's my minor uh, nerd thing. But but like otherwise, they 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 uh, like the people who made this game clearly also love Star Wars and very so. clearly also love taking the piss out of Star Wars with memes. So it's it's been fun. But based on the absence of Elon Sleazebagano, you're taking a star off your review, I assume. <laughs> exactly. It's like, mm, this is four, this, this would have been a five-star game, but I don't know. It's a, you don't have the Elon Sleazebagano. Uh, you don't have Gra-Gra, who uh, Jar Jar steals the, um, uh, what am I blanking on the name right. of that creature? From and she goes, uh, you owe me whoopee whoopee. Um, it's like, is it, is this game redeeming Jar Jar in any way? I laughed at some Jar Jar jokes, and I was like, "What the fuck is happening to me?" Like, uh, not at the expense of Jar Jar. Maybe well, I mean sometimes Jar Jar well, jokes are at the expense of Jar Jar, but bit. Jar Jar I mean, kinda... making jokes. I mean, it was it was at the expense of Jar Jar, but it was like some of the slapstick humor that they mm-hmm. kind of throw in episode one that doesn't work in there. Some of the new ones in in this work, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Is this <laughs> happening? And also, <laughs> the thing that's so funny is that the walk cycle for Jar Jar is absolutely ridiculous, where he's just kind of like hopping back and forth on one uh, on both feet, kind of oh, like okay. in a very silly silly walk, and it's. It's 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 it it made me laugh. So I don't I don't fucking know. I what they, what sort of combat abilities does Jar Jar have? Is he is he punching? Is he got like a blaster? The I tongue is that tongue doing he something? He has like a he has like a um, Gungan kind of weapon. Thing. Oh right, they've got like kind yeah. of kind of I like, don't even know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you had the whole we have like there's a part where it's like you have the whole battle thing. Well, mm-hmm. there's a point where you're like. Um, fully operating one of their catapults and like okay. destroying all of these droids that are coming at you. It's like they've they've gotten like all these like crazy big Star Wars st- uh, scenes and put you in them. It's it's like it's it's what you'd want from a Star Wars game, and it just happens to be Lego. It's it's great. Nice. So it's yeah. well. Uh, speaking of. I, I don't have a segue there. Uh, if here's a question. Yeah. If Kirby swallowed a Jar Jar, what oh, power God. would Kirby get? I mean, I do think it has to be the tongue. Okay. Right. Sh- I mean, it's I, like, what else would it be? Uh, you tell me. <laughs> well, it's like there's like he has his long tongue. Well, it's like what else is it going to be like? I I don't know. I'm not the one playing Kirby and the Forgotten Land. That's you. Yeah, I am. So uh, maybe he gets an uncanny ability for politics. (laughs) Oh my god! I haven't seen I haven't seen Jar Jar in episode two yet, and I'm like, what are you going? When are you going to bring this up? Is that that Jar Jar is somehow like politically minded now? Anyways, uh, yeah, uh. I'm playing Kirby. Uh, I was gone for the past two weeks of the podcast because I was very sick. But in that time, I was also playing quite a bit of Kirby and the Forgotten Land. So I have um, still quite a bit of that game to play yet as well. Uh, but it is very cute, very charming, uh, and, and just a, an, an enjoyable little time playing, playing with Kirby. Uh, so... I think one of the things that is uh, it, it might disappoint is that I think a lot of people got 
kind of Mario Odyssey vibes from the trailers and stuff. Uh, sure. It's it's very much not. Um, it's it's more of like Mario 3D World. Yeah, plus I think that's Odyssey. So fair it's to like, say. Yeah, 3D World I think is the best way to put it because it's it's very much uh, individual levels. Um, you do have very a linear world. Yeah. It, there's there's a lot I mean there's a lot of stuff that you can explore there's a lot of puzzles there's a lot of stuff but it's it's very much like here's this level you you go from the start to the end you you try to do the separate stuff you try to find the waddle dees you try to um you know kind of discover all the additional stuff that that you can um you can do but it, it's it's very very level based so I think I I, I think some people might be disappointed by that i i mean it, it's I, I i think a lot of people expected that it was going to be more of like more of like an open world type of game rather than this that being said uh, i think what it is 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 still really excellent um it's very very good at what it does in kind of meshing that 3D platforming type uh, thing with with Kirby. And I think it also, the thing that it also does really well is um, having uh, the difficulty scale in, in an interesting way. So, um, okay. so like, they're, Kirby games are notoriously easy, uh, which this is. If, but there are a lot of different um things to find like each each level has i think five or sec- uh, five or so objectives most of them are hidden right up right at the start so it rewards your exploring um each boss and each uh kind of combat area has its own objectives to kind of make you play it in interesting different ways. So it really wants you to replay some of those um if you if you're looking to complete it, which they tie the tie those the saving the waddle dees so that it, it's essentially going, "Oh yeah, you don't have to do that. That waddle dee is just never going to be saved." <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't know. Um but then there's also these uh little uh kind of challenge areas based off of your different copy abilities. And each of those has um, a specific time uh, that that um, it's aiming that you're aiming for, and, and to to get the main reward, you just have to complete it. But the time limit that they give you for the extra coins is fucking hard. I'm like, I've only gotten like one or two of those because it it Ooh, is genuinely very hard. Yeah, so it's it, like I'm, I'm like play I'm playing this and I'm like this is I don't know why this is so hard. Um, but yeah, so it, I'm like this is a fucking Kirby game. Are, are you but, are you yeah. missing something? Is there like you need to come back later when you've got more power ups no, or something? No, no because it's uh, I mean I think that that's just their their intent is like you can if you want to go for all of the all of those. Um, all of those things you can, but if you don't want to, you don't have to. So it's like, there are some difficult elements to it, but they're all optional. So Uh it really kind of lets you play the game as difficult as you want it to be. Um, Even, even with there's like two, there's two difficulty levels and I'm playing it on the harder level, which I haven't really noticed it being. I mean, I mean it's it's, it's like it's normal still, and easy, isn't it? Normal and easy, yeah, exactly. So, um, but it's like so if you wanted it to be like a very very easy experience, you can go for that. Yeah. If you want it to be, you know, test your skills, you have that as well. So it's I think does a really good job of making it um, interesting for anybody who wants to play it. So that's hmm. that's that's I think pretty inter- pretty good. Um, I played the demo, uh, which is, I don't know, the first, like, three levels, I think. And by that time, I was like, okay, I see what they're doing. And yeah, no. I, 
like this is not a compelling experience because it was so easy um even yeah. on like the normal difficulty i i feel like this is very much if you know like it, you know if you like nintendo games right like you like nintendo games i am pretty ambivalent towards like mario yeah. and like the style of nintendo games yeah nintendo first party it's, it's like if if you like nintendo first party games um you'll probably like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I've not, I haven't played that many Kirby games in the past to me, yeah, perfectly honest. Me uh, I've played a, like a little bit of stuff on the, um, you know, here and there, but it, it's, it's not a series that I have like immense nostalgia for. Uh, but it, I think it's, it's really fun. And that I think there's a lot of interesting elements to it, but also it's like, I can totally see, it not being somebody's cup of tea because it's it is very easy it is yeah. uh you know pretty linear um but then you bring and, up like the difficult kind of optional challenges with the mm-hmm. like the coins or whatever and mm-hmm. nintendo always does this where they put a, they make the games pretty i would say trivial for a large part of them and at the end they put in all these ridiculous challenges Oh my god! Like with some of those Mario ones, like in our Odyssey, where you're just like, where they put in those crazy like platforming mm-hmm. challenges, like with yeah. the Dark Side of the Moon and stuff. Or, and you're like, or stuff in Mario those. Sunshine, or you know whatever it is. And you know, I'm not like the biggest Mario fan, but I think part of it is there is just this. There is the super easy like introduction. And then any, if you want any sort of challenge, it's all this extra stuff. And I'd rather just have a more even experience that like ramps up like smoothly throughout the course of the game, I think. And like, you know, still have those challenging things in there, but I've never felt like the, the overall experience was that balanced, at least to my taste. Um, And yeah, so I, that's kind of, I played the demo of this game. And went, oh, okay, I see what they're doing. It's cute. It's it's charming. I see, you know, uh, interesting idea with the leveling up the powers and replaying the levels or whatever. I've mm-hmm. played exactly as much of this game as I need to to know yeah, I will not enough. enjoy it. <laughs> no, I think that's fair. And I th- I think it, it's it's definitely not a game for ever. If, if, if you were somebody uh, like like Andre, who's, who's not necessarily as charmed with a, a, all the... Uh, Nintendo first party, which is totally fair. Yeah, you probably don't need to play this. It's not like revolutionary. It's it's like it's. I think it's in my mind for some reason, and I don't know why. I kept comparing it to um, Luigi's Mansion Three, and I'm like, why am I comparing it? And I think part of it is that it is just it knows what it is, and it is going. It is going for the best version of that Hmm. um whether you like it or not where it's like it's not trying to be anything revolutionary which is i think what people were thinking when they saw some of those trailers um it's it's very much kirby um even if uh some of the environments are like well they took it out of 2d and went into 3d (laughs) yeah i guess yeah i guess well they're they did like kirby and like a robot factory robobot or whatever so they've done they've done interesting weird locations for kirby but yeah yeah and i mean they've done a lot of really interesting i I mean i actually after this i'm like i should get planet robobot um (laughs) which people are saying is like like one of the best kirby games ever so there's there's definitely that but it's it's it it feels to me less like we're trying to shake up the entire formula like they were doing with um with something like uh Breath of the Wild or or even Mario Odyssey um it it feels like we know like we're just trying to make the kind of pinnacle like the mm-hmm. epitome of of Take- what Kirby is right now the greatest um, hits and everything we've learned from the previous games and yeah and they and just added and the challenge right. of making it 3d for themselves on this one 
Yeah, exactly. It's. It, I mean, I. I think that it's. It they've done three D well. I I haven't had any issues. It doesn't feel like there's growing pains with Kirby being in three D. At least playing it. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is, I think so they I think made the the transition make sense and like mechanically, what I played was all fine. Just for me, not engaging. Yeah. But it seems like they did a good job of translating that experience to 3d yeah which which is which is i think impressive considering this is the first time um yeah so yeah i i i totally get it not being your cup of tea and (laughs) i like i the reason i'm not like i've played quite a bit of it i'm still not i don't i don't think even close to the ending And, and part of that is just because i i just kind of i don't want this isn't a game that I feel like I want to just sit down and play for hours and hours and hours. Yeah. Like, uh, it's, it's not, uh, for me, it's just less, it's less of a, Oh, I, I gotta, I gotta find more. I've got to be like, get to the end or get to see more, or it, it's not compelling necessarily in that way. Uh, for me, it's less, it's, it's less like, like that and more of a, I, I just kind of want to chill break right now time to play sure. a level of kirby yeah so it's you know it, it's it's definitely scratching a different itch than a lot of other games are like with with lego star wars for example it's it's still easy but i feel like i i, I still want to see more of what they have to offer see one more of the worlds and whereas kirby is like i'm just trying to chill out and play a cute little platforming game kirby looks real cute uh yeah there, there's some fun abilities with that mouthful mode, which is still the fucking funniest name in the world. Uh, but, but I think those actually work really well. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I, I think it's, it's just very chill and very cozy. And if, if that's something that you're looking for um, from a, a Nintendo game, uh, it, this is, this is what it, this is good, great. And it's, it's also just remarkably polished, it's... which is sort of, of the quintessential nintendo game <clears throat> in a lot of ways yeah you know in a lot of ways yeah um it, it's also just really polished like nintendo games are which I, I i don't need to talk about it much but i i also picked up uh rune factory 5 and that the game is fun but it is not polished oh my god is, is that um, a new release <clears throat> yep mm-hmm okay I, yeah, because there was like a remake of Rune Factory Four. We won't get into it because mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, there was a remake but... of Rune Factory Four for Switch. Okay. Um, yeah, and we don't need to get into it. And it's because I I don't know how much I'll actually play of Rune Factory oh. Five because it's I mean it's fun but it feels real real rough around the edges in a way where I'm like I I don't even know. It just sometimes like like the. It, it it's not optimized very well at all and it's just a very sure. very kind of uh unpolished so uh, going from playing that where i'm i'm enjoying it but it's it's not you know it, it's it's rough around the edges to to kirby where it's like just mm-hmm. remarkably polished it, it's 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 interesting and it's it's nice too uh it it, it makes it makes you appreciate those little little things definitely definitely well uh the opposite of little things is what i played this week <laughs> uh there is a play test of gundam evolution uh yeah, which yeah. that that's going on this week and uh it is a free-to-play hero shooter akin to an overwatch or team fortress 2 uh starring a bunch of Gundams, uh, various uh, designs and abilities and all that stuff. I All my nostalgia is for one particular series of Gundam, which is Gundam Wing, the one that was on Toonami in like the n- late yeah, 90s. The, 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 the one that fe- I, fe- I feel like that's the classic Gundam for me. And I mean, it, I know there's a lot of other Gundams, but I'm like, Gundam Wing is like... like I, don't, I, don't, I didn't even watch it very much, but I, I have that like kind of nostalgia for... For it too, because but even if it was, you're just seeing the promos Toonami. or something on Toonami, yeah, no, like... exactly. No, I just saw all the promos for Gundam Wing all the time, so I didn't even watch it. But I was like, "That's that's what I'm aware of for Gundam." 
perfect, yeah. Uh, well, sadly, none of those Gundams are in this playtest of Gundam Evolution, which is a bummer. No. But there are a lot of other cool uh, Gundams. You've got, like, snipers and melee Gundams and support Gundams. What? So one of the support Gundams is just called Gun Tank. <laughs> and it has, like, it's got, t- like, tank treads. And then two arms, but on those arms are just, like, machine guns. And then Fuck. two cannons on its back. Oh. And and then one of its abilities is it can pick up, like, downed ally Gundams faster. Because when your Gundam gets hit, like, you take enough damage, then you go down into a downed state. And you can be revived. Or the enemies can continue shooting you and blow up your Gundam. And the gun tank somehow can heal people faster. I'm not sure what that not whole sure thing is. Not sure why, but... And it, which is just silly. Uh, and every So, like uh, hero shooters, uh, probably more akin to Overwatch than Team Fortress 2 in this way, everyone has... Everyone has a secondary fire or of some sort, whether that's aim down sights or we're going to take our widespread and narrow it down or we're gonna shoot some other like laser beam instead of our regular shots you know all these all these different things and then you've got active abilities like grenades or napalm or healing or i'm gonna throw a mace at you from somewhere i don't know uh which is all pretty neat and they've got uh, status effects on those weapons so you can stun people and knock them down and it just it's a lot going on all at once and, and then you get someone like oh what's this gundam's name where is it where is it barbados that's the gundam barbados which is pretty cool looking i think uh comes in with this giant spear with like a katana on the end it's like it's a spear with a katana on the like a spear mace i don't even know like it's just it's so big and then and so this gundam just runs in and beats people down and can jump high into the air and then do like a drop with like a, a sword and if you drop on top of someone they're basically dead it's it's very silly that fucking owns Um, yeah it's it's very cool as somebody that doesn't know very much about Gundam, I think pretty much anybody who likes games and that sort of, like, this sort of thing can agree, Gundam are fucking cool. Like, they are, yeah. they are the cool, like, just in general, like... I love the super, aesthetic. Yeah. No, they're they're great. They're, they're just, like, such a great aesthetic. Like, uh, I don't know. Yep. There's just something about giant uh, robots, man. I don't know. There's one... Which I don't. I'm trying to remember which Gundam it is. Uh, there, there are a bunch of different. Like, there's ones that transform into like a flying form, and you can only do that for a short time. But you can be like, oh, I'm going to turn into a little drone, and then I'm going to fly through this window, and then now I'm in a new area. I got behind you, and now I'm going to shoot you from there. Uh, so that's neat. But one of one of the Gundam's ultimate abilities is it spawns these like wings out of energy <laughs> and then it flies into the air and then anyone below you takes a bunch of damage what? uh which is yeah so if you're on an outside area you can fly up really high and just fly over like a, a point where the enemy is defending or something and just totally wreck people and be like have no idea what's going on which is pretty fun but that also sounds- at times it feels just so easy to get your like Gundam just absolutely wrecked. Uh, it it like I have had so many times where as soon as I activate my ultimate, I'm dead. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe oh that gosh. just happened. <laughs> this feels so bad because <laughs> yeah, it it takes a while to build that stuff up. Um, yeah. But it it's uh, not too bad either way. The worst thing right now is it just feels like games are either you're either gonna stomp or you're gonna be stomped. Oh, uh, sure. which is not the best feeling. Uh, yeah, not not as balanced. Yeah, it's it's not a super balanced experience right now, but yeah. it, it's it's a network test right now. Right. But it, it's fun to play. Yeah, uh, no, it looks really fun. I, I think I'll definitely 
once it once it fully releases, I might might have to pick yeah, it up. Yeah, it's going to be surreal. free to play. It's going to yeah. be on consoles no and all that not stuff. To play it so. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely probably I'm definitely going to download that off of, on my PS5 because yeah, like as yeah, as somebody that has very little nostalgia for for Gundam, they're just they're just so cool, like, <laughs> and, and there's just like so many things that like looking at these units that are in in this game, I'm like, man, that owns like they, I don't know, it's like uh-huh. like like just we want to make the coolest fucking. Gundam ever, so we're gonna do Gun Tank, and I'm looking at Gun Tank right now. Yep, yep. It's, it's like it slaps, and it's like we're we're just gonna go for what's the weird, like the coolest machines uh-huh. we can make. Yeah, what ever. I want them to do is get into like so. I, of course, I want to do Gundam Wing stuff because those all those Gundams are you could do every single Gundam Wing Gundam like mm-hmm. the main ones, and they would all fit because they all have very distinct abilities and like characterizations. Uh, so that would be awesome. But then also, uh, there is an entire series where they have, like, um, like international... Like, every country has their own Gundam, basically. Whoa. That's and, bad. And there's one where it's, like, the Netherlands. Their Gundam is just, <laughs> like, a big um, windmill. Windmill? Oh, my God. <laughs> you st- You said that. And I was like... Please be a windmill. Please yeah. be a windmill. And then it was. And it's like, that's, oh, that's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, so there's just, like, it's, the show, that episode, that series might have, like, a little well, bit of a I racism look, problem, maybe. I think. Yeah, I can't I mean, remember. I've not watched any, it myself, but I feel like I've heard things where it's, like, well, it's very stereotypical like, and kind of. Anytime that you're, like, let's, let's narrow a country down to one, like, yeah. mm-hmm. thing, it, it, it's, like. You know, it it's it's the Italia problem, right? Well, uh-huh. that has a million other problems, but yeah. it's like where it's like we're gonna narrow a, a, a country down to one character. It's like that's rough, but yeah. But man, n- the Netherlands Gundam is. I just looked it up. And it's it's, it's just yeah. a windmill, but a robot. Yep. Yep. It's, it's so it's so funny. Oh my god. Yeah. So, there are a lot of very strange Gundam, and they should totally lean into it, but they mm-hmm. probably won't, because that's just, uh, yeah, I don't know. And, like, it's a free-to-play game. There's a lot of uh, skins and stuff in there. Uh, so if you're into that cool-looking Gundam skins, this game has you covered uh, in the network test right now, which ends on the 11th, I think. Uh, there's not a ton, so it's actually pretty easy to get the, like, epic or legendary skins or whatever they are. And I don't know if they carry over. If you play it, uh, play now, on PC at least, if you get to the top of the battle pass, you'll get, like, an extra skin for when it releases. Like, oh, you played in the beta, good for you. Or the network test, whatever it is. Uh, but, yeah. The, uh, the last... So I was mentioning the Gundam that can fly up and over everyone and is uh, rains down death is the Turn A Gundam, who has like a mustache, basically, that is like upturned. And one of his moves is just a judo throw. You just grab the other Gundam and throw them behind, like lay down on your back and throw them behind you. That's rad. Yeah. uh, I mean, why not? It's, It's very silly, but. This game seems cool. I don't know like how much I'll actually play it, but I like what they're doing, and it ju- it just seems like good Gundam fun. And if they if they put Gundam Wing stuff in it, I'll definitely be like there all the time. Like, oh yes, playing as Shenlong or uh, oh I can't even remember uh, the names of them. I'm I'm a fake Gundam girl. Oh no, <laughs> but yeah. Gundam Evolution, it's cool. Yeah. It's okay. That's, yeah, it it definitely is. And I hope that they keep improving on it and making it better. The the balance seems a little weird, but that, you know, it's got to come out and actually have people playing it and whatnot. It'll get ironed out probably. Yeah, that's something you can can, uh, adjust and, and look at and, 
I, I think it's more important if the kind of core of the game seems good. So, yeah, because you can adjust the balance and, and the matchmaking and all of that. So I, I, yes. I think it sounds really rad. And I mean, definitely if it with a free to play, it's it's definitely something to I, I yeah. want to check out. And yeah, easy for people to try out. Yeah, easy for people to check out. Um, yeah, absolutely. The other game I played this week is another game that is not released. And that is Nine Souls. I believe it came up in my Steam queue. And the thing that got me to download it was it referenced Sekiro's combat. <laughs> and Yeah, it says that it's uh, Sekiro-inspired combat. Yeah, it is a, this is a 2D, how do they describe it? Daopunk? uh dow punk game uh made in oh it's red candle games i feel like red candle games has come up in like news before maybe i'm wrong oh yeah 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 they they're the ones who did detention and uh devotion you're right so they're taiwanese taiwanese developers yeah because that that was the one that got ripped from store shelves yeah sadly. and then but, is back up in some capacity some places uh, i'm i think they're selling it directly Steam, but yeah. i think yeah red candle is selling devotion themselves um but yeah no though i haven't played those but those are supposed to be like really great games so yeah uh nine souls uh they're crowdfunding it i'm not sure exactly what they're like it just started their crowdfunding stuff i'm not sure exactly how that is working out but they've got are they over their goal there or i guess they're crowdfunding stretch goals or something Ah, yeah it looks like they're looks like they're stretch goals but it looks like they are over their initial goal Um, yeah yeah which was add store add story mode (laughs) provide easier difficulty oh that's that is a difficulty option okay i see oh okay easier difficulty for non-hardcore players yeah cool cool. uh (laughs) yeah yeah, it looks like right now they're adding in-game cutscene, and then after Mm -hmm. that there's gonna be an alternate ending yeah bosses and And question mystery Um, yeah and this still (coughs) days days to like 30 29 days to go on this so that's cool um but yeah uh nine souls you play as this cat thing maybe uh yeah some sort of uh animal ish uh creature uh anthropomorphized uh who is a not not samurai it's, it's taoist uh warrior who has been cast out seemingly of the land of the gods, maybe, and living uh, in a peaceful village for a couple years. And something, there is, I don't know if it's every year, there is some sort of event where people are chosen, and then the whole village like celebrates, and these people, something happens. They go to the land of the gods, I think, is what, what they say. And then you get to that moment, and it is messed up. These uh, people, there's one, there's like two people from the village and random people. And then your the kid who found you and calls you big brother uh, is also chosen. And the first guy goes up and he stands on this platform. And this like big orb comes down and it goes around his head. And you can't see his head anymore. It just like comes down, envelops his head, big like fishbowl kind of thing. The rises up into the air, like with the guy's body, and then just like flash of light, and the body just falls, like blood pouring out, and the head's just gone. And then the next person just gets up, like chill, doesn't say anything, doesn't act weird. Same thing happens. And then uh, your your friend goes, gets up, and then starts going up. And then as that happens, your character steps in and saves their life. And then is like, I got to go. Uh, I saved your life. And then you you ride the elevator down where the, the bodies went. And then that's kind of where the game actually starts. Uh, and, and that's, that's, yeah. 
I was like, is that, is that, did that guy's head come off? Is that what happened here? There's a lot of blood right there. Uh, and the game opens with just, your character is absolutely brutalized and messed up, like bones sticking out of their legs. Like half yeah. their head is like, half the skin on their head is just gone. Like Jesus not really, Christ. not and- really sure what happened here, but you got messed up, dude. Yeah, and, and if you look at the art style of this game, like the character itself is really cute. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh my god, it, it's, it's got beautiful it's, like hand painted art. The art is gorgeous. I, yeah. I, I am like looking at this and seeing, um, you know, just screenshots and then also a little bit in motion of of, of some of the animation. It's gorgeous. Um yep. Really, really beautiful work. So it's I think that's really, really yeah. rad. Um, the uh so yeah you you get down into this uh body processing facility or i can't remember what it's called but something creepy like that and that there's where you find your first enemies and that's where the sekiro type combat comes in you get um you've got a counter and then like your basic sword attack it's not i think calling it Sekiro inspired you know they probably played Sekiro and were like oh we want to make a game with like a cool combat system but it's not it's not the same as Sekiro it it's just a game that has like a counter button basically or not even a counter button like a parry uh which Mm -hmm. you know lots of games have a parry but yeah the cool thing that this one does is parrying builds up like a, I think they call it a chi meter. It builds up an energy meter of some kind. And then you can use that meter to do, you like stick a talisman on them. Then you like dash past, stick a talisman on them. And then you can blow that talisman up. And that's sort of the, the strong way to use your counter. You can just attack normally, but it seems like the, what you're supposed to do is counter, stick them with the magic and then blow them up. Uh, some enemies take more uh, more hits than others, of course. Uh, but like against a boss, the the demo ends with a boss. You countering, getting the counters down, learning how to time their moves, and then stick them with the thing, blow it up. Will do a lot more than just sitting there and whacking with the sword and trying to dodge around. But the thing that separates it from Sekiro is there's no. It doesn't feel like it's super timing based. Like mm-hmm. Sekiro, once you get very into it, is basically a rhythm game at a certain point. You need, like, you can almost with the music be on certain enemies and bosses, be parrying, and you can kind of hear, like, follow the rhythm of their attacks. Here, it, at least early, it's a lot of one attack. You know, oh, my weapon flash, time to parry, and stuff like right. that. Uh, so pretty simple, but it's. I think it shows a lot of promise, and I I think this, I don't have no idea when it's supposed to come out. Well, yeah, next year, like mid-next year. So yeah. by then, maybe they'll have tighten that up. There seems to be a whole lot that they didn't, that you don't really get exposed to in the demo. Like, I unlocked one skill point, and there is a pretty hefty skill tree it looks like it doesn't seem i'm not sure how i unlock skill points i don't know if it's like killing enemies and you get a currency i only died once in the demo and it didn't seem to be a souls like situation where you die and then you run back to a corpse and pick up your mm-hmm. you know souls or points or whatever you're going going to call them i just I did die, and then I went into, like, a tutorial area where there was a an old man, like, Taoist monk or something floating and be like, oh, here's what you got to do. Go fight this rock man. Okay, you like, finished the cool. tutorial. Now you can go back and do stuff. So I, I got to a checkpoint, but there was no pick up your lost items or anything. So I don't know. Maybe they're just not doing that, which that's totally fine. I don't, Not every game needs to have the corpse run. Uh but it does seem like they're doing some cool stuff with the lore and really building out a world. I found a 
I, I found a like dispenser that just like kicked out some disassent like uh, dismembered body parts that were like wrapped up, and I destroyed it. And then I found like was it a diary? I found some sort of like lore item, and it was talking about ape people from a world called the Pale Blue Dot. And it was it was about humans. Um, yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. very much so. It was like very much like damn. Oh. This is we getting roasted on this other planet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was. It's neat. It seems like they've got some good writing. There's a few grammatical things here and there, uh, but Taiwanese team. It's very early. It it wasn't yeah. anything where it's like oh my god this is trash. It was just like oh that was a grammatical mistake, but. Yeah, nothing too bad. It it seems very cool. Uh, demos on Steam for Nine Souls, as in like Sun Soul S O L S, not S, like yeah. the soul from your body, your eternal soul. Uh, yeah, it's as awakened. Yeah, it, it's very cool uh, game, and people should check it out. Elite for the art alone, like it is, it's very stylish and has a nice look. And does a variety of presentations, uh, from like a comic book style to just uh, to cut scenes to like in world, just like talking heads and stuff. Uh, lots of options and very impressive uh, for an early look. Definitely check it out. Yeah, no, it sounds really interesting. It wasn't on my radar before, but uh wasn't on mine either until i was doing my steam queue i've been doing that lately like looking at my steam queue because i'm like that's a a good thing to do stuff but i uh didn't get it before the podcast but i uh, my parents house is the i I had i had my steam deck delivered there so i'm gonna get my steam deck today and uh so i should yeah just check out that discovery queue because there's there's just like so much stuff on steam that i'm not necessarily aware of and a lot of cool Indie games, which is a big part of what I want to do with the yeah, uh, with my Steam Deck is is uh, play a lot more indie titles. So I, I'm yeah, really excited to get my Steam Deck so I can just kind of check out some really interesting indie games that I that don't get anywhere but PC. So yeah, but no, that's that's really cool, and I'm very interested. I, actually, it's promoting that because I've played uh, Hollow Knight. Yeah, uh, it, there's definitely some of that in there. It 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 yeah, is. No. It seems like it'll have some Metroidvania type stuff yeah. uh, from yeah, the no, trailer and whatnot. Really rad. I'm I'm definitely going to um, wish list that on my Steam and take a look because that's the the art style is, is so good. Yeah, like, Jesus uh, Christ, <laughs> it's beautiful. Uh, I love the that kind of hand drawn animation style. So that's. Very, very neat. Um, I and that whole team. I just remembered because of this game, uh, another Souls like uh, that I played a couple years ago at Bit Summit that I'm very anxiously awaiting. Uh, Chrono Sword, which mm-hmm. is inspired by like Norse mythology, mm-hmm. and that that was kickstarted. It was, uh, but it's been like so long uh since the website was updated uh like they're still updating the kickstarter page and stuff like that but i'm like trying to learn about it you know this post is for backers only i'm like no (laughs) i want to know about this game i want to play it but uh yeah so lots of lots of cool indies as always uh oh definitely and you know i've got nine souls on my wish list now so yeah, I just added it to mine too, so because that seems really interesting. Yep. Very cool. Uh but that is all we got today, besides the news of uh Pac Mom coming to old Pac Man <laughs> games. It's we very were, okay. So we were looking up because we're like, is there any news that happening right now? And we're like, I don't think there's any news. So I, I just did a preliminary look on like IGN and then Polygon. And the headline uh, story on Polygon currently is Pac-Man has a new wife thanks to Miss Pac-Man drama. <laughs> um, it, it's mostly it, it's a it's a, a legal uh, intellectual property 
issue, but it's it's I yeah. where uh, there's apparently legal issues as to who owns Miss Pac-Man. Um, so now in all of these uh, retro uh, things, like they have this um, arcade archives, which uh, is uh, on the eShop right now. Um, so once they 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 added that. Uh, pack land to that they had to, they changed some of the stuff in there because it's uh mm-hmm. it's because they they can't legally have miss pac-man so they have a character who they're now called pac-mom and it's it's interesting do you think is the child pack son who's to say because I mean, there's the store Pac Sun, but yeah, <laughs> Pac Pac Man's child, Pac Sun. I don't know, Pac Mom, oh, yeah, Pac Pac Man, Pac Sun. They, I think they're calling it Baby Pac, at least in this article. I don't mm. fucking know, but apparently that that's also there's going to be Pac Man Museum Plus uh, coming by at the end of May, and um, apparently Miss Pac Man is not included, and and collectible stuff in it is Pac Mom. So. There you go. Rip to Miss Pac Man, but Pac Mom's different. Uh, well, that is gonna do it for us. That's a shorty here today on episode 217, yeah. uh, April 9th, 2022. This has been the Gaming Fix Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Fix Podcasts. And you can email us uh, with what you would name your son if you were Pac-Man, or daughter, if you were Pac-Man, to gaming at fix.space. We'll read those on the air. Allison, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at W-R-I-T-E-R-S-E-R-E-M-I-T-Y. Great. And you can find me, Andre Cole, a.k.a. The Wet Gamer, a.k.a. your partner's favorite Jeopardy category. On Twitter, at CoolSlaw, C-O-O-L-S-L-4-W. And we'll be back next week with another episode of the Gaming Fix Podcast. Stay wet, gamers.